Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counselor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks, and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes, and embody a happier, confident, and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no BS approach to self-development, along with impactful, real, and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. Hello, gang. Welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey podcast. I am so happy you are here and I am so excited to jump on the mic and give you guys a little bit of a life update and chat about something that has been a really common theme playing out within my own life and also within my client sessions. And it is really around opening the heart space, which is really the energy center of receiving self-love, self-acceptance, gratitude, forgiveness, all of those fucking important, incredible things that are going to help us attract and receive more and to help us feel more connected to ourselves and our life purpose. So before we jump into it, a little bit of a life update because it's been a minute since I've jumped on. So The past few months have been an interesting one. It's been that kind of vibe where life has just reminded you (laughs) that just as many ups as there are, there are also some really low lows. So in the past few months, there's definitely been some really high highs and some really joyous, exciting moments. And, you know, life always has a really interesting way of balancing itself out and keeping you on your toes. So there's also been some really challenging low points as well. And this has been a lot of inspiration for today's episode because there's been some really exciting shit that's happened and some really like cool milestones that I've hit. But I want to kind of share with you some some of my reflections on what's kind of come from these really high highs and balancing those low lows. So essentially about a month ago, myself and my partner went to Bali. So there's definitely a difference between travel and holiday. And we were desperately wanting a holiday. We wanted to be by the pool. We wanted to just disconnect, to reconnect and just have some time away. So we booked the trip and we went away to Bali. So it was a two week holiday. So the biggest high and something really exciting that came out of that is on the first week of our holiday, it was our four year anniversary and my partner proposed to me, which was incredible. So your girl is an engaged woman. She is a fiance, even though it feels so weird saying that. And I'm still not used to that. (laughs) So yeah, the first week was insane and such a whirlwind. And it's so funny because I am just the worst version of myself in the heat. (laughs) And a few days prior to him popping the question, 
we were kind of talking about it and I feel like in hindsight now he was obviously trying to suss me out and he was asking me questions and I was like you know what it would be so shit if you proposed to me overseas it's just gonna be like so hot and we're gonna be so far away from family and friends (laughs) and this poor guy literally had like the ring in his bag ready to go and was probably having well now I know he was having multiple panic attacks before this so anyway the way he did it was insane and he did it in such a beautiful way where I just did not expect it and you know I'm such a little perfectionist and the way it all happened was just so funny because it was just something I was not expecting it was not on my radar and it was such a huge and beautiful surprise I am so difficult to surprise like my spidey senses are always like what is going on what are you up to um so yeah when it happened it was beautiful I was like moments before so cranky I was complaining how hot and sweaty and tired and hungry I was (laughs) so it was perfectly imperfect but that was week one of the holiday now I said that there's always a way that life um balances itself out so week two I got hit real fucking hard with Bali Bali. So like any of you that have been to Bali, oh my God, like we're not getting into detail, but it was fucking grim. And when you're away from home, like, and you're unwell, you just feel so fucking far from home and you're just desperate to get home and just be in your own space, in your own bed, your own bathroom, all of that. So that was week two, which really kind of um, killed my spirits a bit, definitely killed the vibe. Um, And then when we got back, we were so excited to celebrate with family and friends and we got hit with COVID. So it was kind of like one thing after another. And I found myself like slipping into a really shitty headspace because I was like something really good just happened and it's so amazing and I was kind of putting this pressure on myself to feel a certain way when the fact of the matter is some shitty things were happening that I had to navigate and that's okay right but I guess the inspiration for this this episode is it's been really funny because a lot of people have said to me since getting engaged, oh my God, like you must be feeling like a completely different person. You must be feeling X, you must be feeling Y, you know, like this whole new cloud of whatever has has come over me. And it's an interesting one because you always kind of think, what's it going to be like? How am I going to feel? What's it going to look like? And the biggest thing I guess that stood out for me is that you know, prior to this happening, before I even knew this was going to be a thing, before we went on our holiday, I've been diving really deep into a lot of work around worthiness and receiving and self-love and self-acceptance. It's a journey I think I'm forever going to be on, but I've been doing some really deep work around that. And it's been funny because a lot of people have had this thing of like, oh my God, you know, now that you've hit this milestone, it's like you've unlocked this new thing and the relationship must be so different and you must feel so different. And the fact of the matter is like hitting this milestone is fucking joyous and incredible and amazing. Like even talking about it, I have such a huge smile on my face, but it does not 
erase and take away the work that I already am doing. (laughs) So I guess this was the inspiration for today's episode because I want to highlight that often we have this idea of, you know, when we reach this certain milestone, when we get engaged, when we find our person, when I buy this house, when I finally get this job, when I have this much money, whatever milestone it is that you're working towards, we often have this thing associated to it of like, when I reach this point, I will then finally feel X, Y, Z, you know, I will finally feel, um, like I've made it, like I'm calm, I'm successful, I'm sexy, I'm worthy, all of those things. And I guess I really want to call bullshit on that (laughs) because the fact of the matter is, um, I've reached this incredible milestone and it is something that fills my heart with so much joy, but it absolutely does not take away any of the work that I'm already needing to do to feel like the best version of myself and to feel open and worthy of receiving love as well. So this is where I kind of want to go into the heart space because this is energetically, this is the energy center in our body that is the most commonly blocked energy center. So I want to go into what the heart space is, um, how it looks when it is balanced versus when it's unbalanced. And I want to give you some tips on how to actually bring more balance and ease into this energy center. So essentially the heart space is the energy center of Giving, receiving, love, empathy, gratitude, self-forgiveness and understanding and connecting to your life purpose. So it's a place for genuine acceptance of self and others and the world around us. So this is where we balance the love that we have for ourselves with the love we have for others. And this is where we often come into a lot of imbalances because often we are maybe overcompensating, overextending and giving a whole bunch, but we're not giving this stuff, this stuff back to ourselves or we're not feeling like it's balanced in regards to what we are receiving back. So the fact of the matter is when we talk about the heart space, if we are conditioned to judge ourselves for being human, which we often are, and we are often so fucking self-critical, this then often translates into issues around worthiness and living at our purpose and us feeling worthy of what it is we desire and what we want to connect with. So the sole lesson um, of the heart space and what helps us balance this energy center is the experience of joy and the emotion of joy. So when it comes to joy, it's really around kind of the duality. Everything is kind of a balance between the two. So like I spoke about balance, you know, we don't know real highs without real lows and vice versa. When it comes to joy, if you know happiness, you also know sadness. And these emotions really come together to create joy. So the experience of joy is what's really going to help us balance out this energy center. Now, you may be wondering, you know, am I experiencing blocks in this energy center or am I perhaps pretty good? Am I feeling a bit balanced in this space? So I want to share with you what it looks like when this energy center is balanced versus when it's unbalanced or even potentially under or overactive. So if our heart space is pretty open and balanced, we are able to give and receive love and affection quite effortlessly 
we are filled with a lot of compassion. We don't judge others and we don't tend to judge ourselves too much. Um, we're really open to gratitude and it's something we often practice and feel connected to. So we're more focused on what we do have and how great that is versus what we don't have and what we feel we're, you know, desperately yearning for. Um, when it's balanced, we accept people for who they are and we accept ourselves for where we're at. Um, we have more of a relaxed and easy approach to relationships. There's not so much of a strain And, you know, in a relationship, there's definitely that mutual respect and understanding of your partner. If you're single, there isn't that real like attachment to I need to find someone. And we don't kind of there's not this thing of, oh, my God, something's wrong with me because I haven't found someone. Right. So if the heart space is open and balanced and we're single, you have a good sense of self and you're happy with the knowledge that you do want a relationship and you're open to it. But when it comes, it comes and we're not feeling the need to rush and we're not so hyper focused on when and how and who. And when our heart space is open, we're able to follow our heart and trust our heart, right? So these are some telling signs when our heart space is open. On the flip side, when we experience imbalances in this space and when we're closed off in our heart space, which is really, really common and something I work with a lot of my clients with, and this is what we're going through in the energetic and magnetic group energy work program. So if you haven't seen it, I've just dropped a new group energy work program, which is commencing on Tuesday, the 25th of October. It is all things energy work and spiritual education. And each week we're focusing on a different energy point in the body. So week three is going to be the heart space. And we're going to really delve into this. I'll leave some information in the show notes anyway. But in regards to an unbalanced and closed off heart space, you may notice that there is difficulty opening up, difficulty letting others close to you. You may even notice those feelings of fear of rejection, feeling unlovable, feeling unworthy, feeling unwanted. Even if we are in a relationship, we might even question, why does this person love me? Am I worthy of this? There might even be self-sabotage attached as well. And there might even be hesitance in getting into a relationship if we're single due to fear of judgment or getting hurt. So there's a lot more of a closed off energy, which is really, really common. And again, if we're in cycles of self-criticism, self-doubt, even self-hatred, which is a really common one, which I want to normalize, sometimes we're just not fucking happy with who we are, where we are and we feel resentful and frustrated. So this is a really telling sign that our heart space is needing to be tended to. And then there's also the energy of it being under or overactive. So sometimes this can translate into things such as being clingy or overbearing, um, spending all of your time giving to others and putting your needs, putting their needs and everyone else's needs before your own, which obviously leads to resentment and frustration. Um, we can be overly judgmental of ourselves and others. And we might even start to notice that we're being really freaking ruled by emotions, right? So that's just a little, yeah, a little kind of vibe of if, if the, this energy center is open versus if it's kind of shut off and closed. 
So what I want to do now is give you guys some tips for balancing and opening the heart space, because this is something I've been leaning to leaning into a hell of a lot, especially when I spoke about doing that real deep work around worthiness and self-acceptance, because it's something that, you know, the things we judge ourselves for, the things that we struggle to let go of past pain, hurt, attachments, all of those things are really stored in the heart space. And if we're not tending to these imbalances, it's going to be really, really hard to welcome in new energy, new vitality, new relationships, or even just healthy reciprocal relationships. Okay. So, all right. Tip one for balancing and opening the heart space This is a really simple one, but one that requires a lot of awareness and it is practicing healing and positive self-talk. So this is really you catching yourself when you are being judgmental and critical of yourself or others. So this is kind of catching it and being like, this is my mean girl talking right now. This is not my truth and this is not helpful to me right now. So practicing healing self-talk might even sound like, you know, if you catch yourself being really judgmental and thinking, you know, you might be thinking back to a past version of yourself and you might say, oh God, I'm such an idiot. I should have known better. You know, I should have left earlier. Why did I stay? You know, whatever. Practicing healing self-talk is actually catching yourself and saying to yourself, you know what? I did the best I could with the level of awareness I had at the time. I'm grateful for that experience. And, you know, I forgive the past version of myself or I don't know, whatever it is, but it's starting to really actively practice positive healing self-talk because just like how sometimes it's our norm to speak down to ourselves and have that self, um, that self-doubt and those real kind of negative thoughts towards ourself or the past versions of ourselves, the reprogramming process is starting to actively challenge this shit. So this is a really good way to start to open the heart space is practicing healing, positive self-talk and being mindful of what the triggers are that arise for us to start to be quite negative towards ourselves. The next tip for opening the heart space is mirror work. So this is a practice I really love and it's something that I get my clients to lean into quite a lot, especially on their self-acceptance journey. This is a really good one for body image issues as well. So mirror work is essentially affirming statements while looking directly at yourself in the mirror. So the reason mirror work is such a beautiful thing for the heart space is because when our heart space is closed off, we're not open to receive. And this includes compliments. So I was definitely that person. And it's something I'm actively trying to do at the moment is openly accept compliments instead of being like, what? No, me. No, don't be silly. Oh my God. No, you're pretty. No, whatever. Actually saying, thank you so much. That's really lovely of you. And actually accepting it and receiving it. So mirror work is a really beautiful way to practice actually giving yourself these compliments and, you know, practicing the healing self-talk as well and looking at yourself directly in the eyes and saying things that you might not necessarily feel connected to. But the more we say it, the more we are going to feel connected to it. So if we've been really critical of our body, for instance, you might be looking at yourself in the eyes And saying to yourself, your body is beautiful and a safe place to be. I love you. You are worthy. You fucking got this. 
it's literally just you kind of flirting with yourself and complimenting yourself and jing yourself up, which is such a fucking empowering tool. So if you're wanting to work on opening up the heart space to be more comfortable with receiving, mirror work is a fucking awesome place to start. Tip number three is shadow work. So I'm thinking of doing a completely different um, episode on shadow work altogether because there's a lot of misconceptions around shadow work. But what I will say is shadow work is essentially identifying, feeling and honoring the parts of ourselves that feel uncomfortable and the parts of ourselves that we often don't like to claim as our own. We push down. So what I mean by this is We all have parts of ourselves that we don't like to honor as our own, such as jealousy, greed. um, What else is it? Competition, competitiveness, things that we're not screaming from the rooftops. I'm actually really jealous and insecure, right? (laughs) We'd rather scream from the rooftops. I'm really confident and smart and capable. So shadow work is essentially allowing those parts that we push down And it's almost like the things we shame ourselves for. It's allowing it to come to the surface, notice it and bring some awareness to it and and claim it as parts of ourselves. I think a really big thing when it comes to shame, ways we can kind of kill shame is by bringing awareness to it, shining a light on it and talking about it. This is the stuff that helps us work through shame. So shadow work is really the process of shining a light on the dark parts of ourselves that we push down. So shadow work is identifying, feeling and honoring these parts. And even as they come up, instead of pushing it down, which we often do, actually holding space for it and asking it, why are you showing up for me? What are you trying to show to me right now? Why is this uncomfortable for me? How can I lean into it? So shadow work is a really, really beautiful way to work on the heart space, especially when we are either in relationships or we're wanting to get into a relationship and be more open to receive healthy, reciprocal, um, beautiful relationships. So shadow work is a really, really good way to do that. If you guys are unsure on my website, I have got a really awesome ebook, um, I'm trying to think, I think it's in the resources tab, but I've got a really awesome shadow work ebook. It's got some really, really great um, journal prompts and reflective exercises for you to get started. So what have we got so far for the tips? We've got practicing healing, self-talk, mirror work, shadow work, and finally practicing the art of letting go, releasing, (laughs) and surrendering. So this really kind of goes hand in hand with the shadow work. And it's something that will definitely be possible when leaning into shadow work, but letting go and releasing attachments to past pain, hurt, and even people that are really weighing heavy on our heart. It might be past heartbreaks that we're finding it difficult to get past. It's really around creating space for openness and newness to enter, but we can only do this by letting go and releasing things that are no longer serving us and no no longer serving the version of ourselves that, that we're at at the moment. When we're consciously trying to create a life for ourselves where we're prioritizing our health, our wellness, and our heart, we can't be holding on to 
and, you know, still holding on to resentment and hurt and pain. Sometimes these things are going to always be part of us. And again, a big part of the shadow work is honoring these things and knowing that they are part of us and they will show up from time to time, but we can't push it down. So I mentioned the energetic and magnetic course. So this course, I'm really going to be teaching you how to hone in on the the art of actually balancing, protecting, cleansing, releasing this energy that's stored, because often this is what actually comes up as really hectic stagnancy and blocks in our body. When we can't release old stuff, we store it. If we don't know how to release it, it's going to feel really fucking icky. So again, my tips for helping you balance and open the heart space, practicing healing and positive self-talk, mirror work, shadow work, and practicing the art of surrender, releasing and letting go. It's really that thing of out with the old and in with the new. Once we create space for newness to enter, we are more open to receive, which is always really, really beautiful. All right, gang, if you loved hearing about the energetics behind the heart space and you're keen to learn more about other imbalances in the body and how to actually tend to these energetic imbalances to really feel more revitalized, energized and open to newness in your life, you are going to freaking love the new <laughs> the new program that I dropped last week called Energetic and Magnetic. So this is an eight-week group energy work and spiritual education program. And this is specifically designed for my soulful, self-aware honeys that are already doing the work, but they're really wanting to dig deeper and access their next level. So I hear a lot of women say, I feel like there's something new that needs to come through. I feel like I'm on the brink of change and transformation, but I still feel like there's something blocking me and I don't know what it is. And I'm telling you now, leaning into energetics and developing practices around energy work and awareness is seriously going to be the missing piece to the puzzle. So when we hear about health and well-being and a balanced lifestyle, I feel like energy is rarely an element considered. But the truth of the matter is, Everything is energy. You are energy. So it's time to really tend to that and freaking magnetize it, right? So energetic and magnetic is a powerful and potent deep dive into your energetic health, wellness, and needs. And each week we're going to be focusing on a different energy point in the body, also known as chakras. So you're really going to learn where and why these energetic blocks are formed and stored and how they actually manifest and show up and impact the way we show up in the world. And when I run these sessions on the energetic, the energetics of the body and the chakras and clearing and cleansing and all of those things, there are so many light bulb and penny drop moments. And that is why I'm so excited for energetic and magnetic So if you're really wanting to enhance your natural healing abilities, skills, and knowledge, and you're ready to master the art of realigning, protecting, balancing, cleansing, and magnetizing your energy, 
this is fucking it. So I am calling upon you ladies who feel the pull and are ready to access your next level. This is honestly it. It is going to be such a perfect way to lead you into the new year. You are going to have such a fresh perspective. You are going to feel lighter, clearer, and ready to fucking take on your next level. So this is kicking off on Tuesday, the 25th of October. If you're wanting to jump on board, there's currently an early bird um, offer. So I'll leave all of the links in the show notes. But I hope to see you there. It is going to be fucking bomb. If you've got any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram. Chuck me an email. But I hope to see you there. And until then, much love and be well.